to play these games. Like, you're not bad fighter, mm-hmm. player, right? But the game, the way it's built, it's like, at least for me, there's, like, I'm, I'm, I feel, like I said, remember, I was like, I'm still trying to learn the game. It took forever to get to the point where I am now. But there are so many fundamentals that I had to keep stacking over time oh, yeah. more than anything yeah. else. And it's like, like, at what point am I going to actually be able to play this fucking game? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I already started because that was a good conversation. I wanted to have that info. <laughs> so, hello and welcome to the 114th episode of Kind of Geeky. They were really talking about some really great, uh, one of the fighting games are having fun playing. I think they've both been playing the crap out of it and practicing the crap out of it at home with Dragon Ball Z Fighters or Dragon Ball Fighter Z, however you want to put it. But, um... Thank you for joining us. I'm actually here again today with uh, Foley's returning for his third inaugural visit on this podcast for this year. OMG! <laughs> and then we got our co-host Julio back again, as always. Yeah. I mean, it's good. To, it's been a while, hasn't it? Um. Well, we had an interview last month, so that That's was good right. because it's been a while since we had an interview on the podcast. Me and you had a lot of hostfuls or with Foley to where I actually needed to bring in a cosplayer to actually have yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, so uh, LA Comic Con was the last one with uh, Martha, the cosplay twin, yeah, and John yeah, Bash, yeah, which was a really that. good episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, yeah. And now back to a kind of a hostful. Uh, it's also, um, you know, fully got introduced in August about, I think right before my surgery. My so, birthday month. Yeah, so that I was, a, and I really liked his energy and his flow. That's why we had him on again. And also, since it's getting close to the end of the year, we're actually in Thanksgiving week right now. So I actually wanted to give his kind of like year review or end of the year because he <laughs> won't be on our podcast Hulu, for our like end of the year review. Right. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd like to see what he has for like games and movies and anything that hit him this year. So <laughs> we'll get it. <laughs> He's already laughing. Wow. I know. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, first of all, how have you guys been? Because like you said, it's been a while, Julio. Uh, you know. Aside from work, uh, <laughs> we'll get into that uh, later. No, just uh, I. Most of my focus has been jumping from game to game. So you have planned a lot yeah, of games. Yeah, like for a while there, you were like one game, if even a game. So yeah, it's and then, nice. And then like the, like Star Wars came out, and I was like on. Um, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to pick it up or wait for a price drop. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. We can go back to that real quick. Because right. uh, last podcast you were on, Julio, you were all talking shit on Star Wars and didn't want to buy the well, game. And then a couple of trailers came out, and you're like, oh, motherfucker, I need to buy this game now. So I, mean, I have good and bad like opinions for that game. Yeah, so. but we said this. Okay, it wasn't going to be a KOTOR. It was going to be a Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. It's not full-on Force Awakens. It kind of is other than Bad Lightsaber. Uh, the battles, yes. Yeah. Uh, everything Story else. Storyline and a better fighting mechanic. I feel like this this Optimized. uh Optimized. Cal, <laughs> the character. I don't yeah. feel like he's a Nedge Lord like the previous character. True. True. So there's that. Nedge Lord, what's that? Um, uh, let's say very emo uh ish well also writing the line between light side and dark side you could see him go like star yeah, killer Lord, I got yeah you. star killer could have been a uh, light side or dark side by the end of that game what's well, there is there is the is the the wannabe um characters that are misrepresented but have good intentions right well i mean it's also me and julio talked about this separate i don't believe it's canon anymore but uh gray no. jedis i mean I they never I don't know I don't think it's been pro, uh, brought up canon wise but there are like in between 
type of like a force users. Yeah, because like, the universe no, is like a fucking black so and white guy. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they've been fully introduced. If we had to pick an example, it would probably be Mace Windu. I would, I would so go with that. He knows how to tap into the dark side of the force, but you know, well, he's, a he's also black. I mean, <laughs> wow. Okay, I mean, well, the con- well the concept of gray heroes. I'm sorry, but concept of gray heroes is built from a legacy of our actual civilization history. I mean, you have a good side, right? There, that's their propaganda. Then you have the bad side, which is also coming from the good side's propaganda. Then you have the actual bad side, where it's like, okay, which one of you guys are actually bad, and then which one of you guys are actually just regular people, but are in the way of status quo, right? Like gray light and dark in star wars is one of the it's kind of like uh, lord of the rings for storytelling i guess you're, and yeah. then the gray becomes like the marvel but we all know marvel got their gray characters from civil rights movement True. <laughs> it's funny because um in knights of the old republic there is a great jedi by the name of jolie bindo who happens to be black, an mm. old black man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you wanted another KOTOR, mm. right? <laughs> so, okay, so you've been playing a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. You were playing... Um, so... Oh, um, Borderlands 3, right? Borderlands 3, a little break on that. But you dove into that game. Like, you oh, really I did. That game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, that one I played online with friends. Uh, I've been going back... As far as, like, fighting games go, I've been... It's been back and forth between... Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters and Street Fighter, and, and now, Jump Force, and Jump Force. I I forgot about that as well. So there's Jump Force in the in the mix, and then that's specifically for PS4. Oh shit! Not even PC. So <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because my brother picked up the Game Pass for the PC. So which is the Xbox Game Pass, but it also right. applies for PC. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been playing a uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. So that's like old school, like uh, Castlevania. Uh, gameplay and I'm enjoying it and then I for a little bit I, I touched uh, Killer Instinct just just to get that feel yeah the new one right the new one nice yes. okay so now how about you Foley what games are you playing recently Dragon Ball Fighters I know <laughs> 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 I've been well, playing the Gundam game one other yeah I was about to say there's one other one in there so I've been playing the Gundam game, but I mean, I played them that 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 one time that we played thirteen um, days ago, uh, probably yeah, eighteen days, days ago. ago now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the worst these days when it comes to games. Um, that's why I'm really excited for your question because I feel like your question fits more into uh, what I've been doing more lately. Yeah, you know. Um, but anyway, in terms of games, it's been Dragon Ball Fighters, and you know what? To be fair, I ain't gonna beat myself up too much as the one game because I mean, guys, everybody, listen up. I love fighting games. I played Tekken. I played Soul Calibur. I played Bloody Roar. Uh, I played. Bloody Roar was fucking awesome. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> I had to go there. I was like, oh my god, I forgot about that fucking game. Bloody Roar was Bloody amazing. Goddamn dinosaurs! Like, to bro, hell yeah, bro, bro. Well, you said dinosaurs, but you know, animals. Well, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Some people were dinosaurs. You had a raptor. Well, that's facts. That's facts. Street Fighter. Uh, I play adventure games. You know, I, I play a whole swath of games. See, I play well, shooters. I, I play know the other stuff before with fighting games. Yeah. How were you on Clay Fighter? Was that I, one I of your like games? I, t- I feel like I touched the game. Play I, okay. I, I played it, but I didn't really like play it. That wasn't it. something that like really stuck with you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So just anyway, I made it up because you know when it comes to being into fighting games, uh, just in general, and then Dragon Ball Z was a huge deal for me when I was younger. So it's kind of like I have to get good at this game. 
Well, there's been many iterations of Dragon Ball games out there. I played this them all. This is one that is truly <laughs> a fighting game. <laughs> right. Like, uh, Mortal the first Kombat time. style. The so. first time. Yeah. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Not a Naruto style. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, well, Naruto used to be... Which one are we talking to? Like, Naruto with the handjutsus, where you had to move the D stick in the symbol ways, uh, or the first Naruto game? See, now you're showing off. <laughs> I, was I talking played the about, fuck out of Naruto. I was talking about the fighter one, not oh, the jutsu. Gotcha. Okay, 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 okay. He's just trying to show off for his the people. The jutsu one was my favorite one. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I run my fucking podcast. <laughs> no, but uh, no, that, I, I like the jutsu one because it incorporated fighting mechanics, but also jutsus you had to use during your fights. So it was a nice rein, uh, reinvention of 3D fighting with a new fighting mechanic added. So I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, did, I totally forgot about the actual Naruto first fighting game. Because that was the first Naruto game that came out. Then they started doing, like, let's do a storyline type mode and stuff like right, that. Right, so. right, right, right. Which wasn't a bad idea. I mean, well, they, create, they spun off a whole other genre. And then they're pulling from Zone of Vendor's uh, fighting mechanics. Zone of Vendor was the it. first one that started stop that it. mechanic. <laughs> if you want to get into history, right? Well, but I mean, Zone of Vendor's had a hundred targeting systems. Right, so right, nothing's right. done that Well, you see, you know what? This is my fault. We always do this whenever it comes to a question because I always diverge. So let's go back to the question. Yeah. Go back to the question. Go back to the question. The game that I'm playing is Dragon Ball Fighters. The whole history lesson was just mainly because here's why that's something I'm playing. Yeah. Um, Are you but, playing um, any mobile games right now? Mobile games do not stick to me, man. Really? Okay. I have tried. I have tried, but just, there's something about them that just doesn't stick. I mean, the the even even my favorite type of game, which is Lumosity. Um, it's Lumosity. A, Lumosity is oh, my favorite game. app game. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a it's okay. a it's a it's an exercise game. Yeah. You know, so basically you, you solve puzzles and you do puzzles, and those puzzles help with your actual mental now, capacities. Is that free now, or is it still paid for? It? Uh, there's parts that are paid for, but I, I do the free run right now. Okay. Um, but that goes into a whole area of well, that's game theory. With game theory, with well, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like I mean, everything. because it can help you with your actual real world life. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's interesting that this hasn't happened yet, but it's getting close. Which is, you know, treating game mechanics as a part of um, enhancing your organic life, right? Like the whole point of Microsoft Word, right? You take. You take an essay, you take uh, um, a presentation, take a letter or whatever, yeah. you put it in WordPress, and you, you get it done, right? Well, we're not doing that when it comes to games yet. Lumosity is the closest to that. But okay. we're not, like, saying, okay, hey, how does someone like Julio, who is practiced in fighting games, which from a mind state, from a brain state, is reactions, is noticing things, is being keeping your your mental fortitude so you want math blasters versus well i mean math blasters is how i got into computers anyway agreed yeah uh, well between that and organ train that doubt you were like or, real life organ train pictionary yeah, exactly. i mean there's mm. so many examples of that yeah right? i mean all the which is weird that they introduce us to educational fun games when we're in school but then don't translate that to any real world games because that should be translated. Like, there's a. Uh, I'll get into anime later, but there's an anime that's kind of touching on that uh, aspect right now. Because somebody's working on that. We'll thing talk you about, about that later. Hulu, <laughs> um, actually, I know you do jump from different phone games. So, what are you currently playing for mobile? Uh, I'm still uh, with the, uh, the. What was it? Contest, of, Contest Champions. of Champions. Yeah, yeah with that, it's. We're it's, like three uh, years into that. Yeah. <laughs> no, for, I mean, I, I essentially have like a, you know. It's pretty set my uh, a pattern and how I deal with concepts of champions. Wait till the evening, collect, do a few missions, 
rinse and repeat for each day. <laughs> and that's so, why my team is higher than yours, you dipshit. <laughs> that and the other one is uh, Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. Okay, you're still playing so that. That one's making money for her. Yeah, and I tried it for a while. It was like, all right, it's, you know, it takes the Dragon Ball Z license, adds a, um, what do you call, like a gem. Not like gem, they don't use gems, they call it key spears or whatever, but it's basically gem matching for your fighters. And okay. like it's like four or five, like each fighter will have a specific color, so it deals with strength, technique, blah blah blah. Oh, and cool. you know, it's a wheel where one beats the other, red yeah, beats yeah. green, green, blah. And so, like you know, magic and everything else. Uh, easy to fall into, it's simplistic, you know. And I, I load it up, do a few like, uh, you know of the of the campaigns or whatever and then that's it yeah i mean (laughs) so easy to get into now are you still doing the um one punch mans and the no no suicide girls or whatever that whatever i mean i did like uh uh not suicide girls i don't remember what name skull girls skull girls that's so no so skull girls was so good this this one so i would so we we had uh marvel versus camcom yeah. <laughs> Until that fell off. Which it really fell off. And then before we had fighters. We'll talk about it in a second. We had Skullgirls, and that was on its way. Like It was blowing up. It, it was going it, it up. Could, it it could, was going up. I mean. Oh, yeah, because it was well, yeah, yeah. game first. Then but then Dragon Ball Fighters dropped. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and then it kind of went down. Yeah. Well, well it, 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 more, it lost its illustrious. Feel. I mean, and gotcha. they didn't. It still it. has a feel. Yeah, they didn't support it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they moved on to I forget the name of the next game, but they moved off of fighters, so uh, okay. so they didn't like continue supporting that game. So I mean, I enjoyed it. By Let's the way, by game. the way, by the way, because and this is that's something I found out, which is um, even the fighting games, even when you have the the championships and whatnot, the tournaments doesn't really turn a real profit. Like Capcom was having a real hard time making money off Street Fighter Five after release. Now, well, you could argue. There's a difference between pop up championships mm-hmm. and Evos. What? And Evos turn a profit on the attendance and merchandise sold, not the games being played. No one's going to buy the fucking game from people doing it in a championship game there. Well, but that's such, but the that's merchandise such... being sold and the attendance rate and how much it costs to even sign up for those games to play at Evo is what makes it a thing. Right. And 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 I think it's interesting because I mean you would think from on paper it's like hey, you know, we have millions of people globally, you know, and again, Street Fighter is global <laughs> playing this game, showing up, watching reviews, but it doesn't net the money of investment, right? And well, that's just interesting about it because Okay, I want to go down this route. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 okay. So, okay. um so when you're from your area, like I'm from Florida. When mm-hmm. when I was in Tampa, mm-hmm. I was the sniper. I was the best sniper on my team. Mm-hmm. I set the squad that that one in my area and also for fighting games, I would kick the shit out of anyone playing Halo and a few other games. Mm-hmm. When I moved out here, mm-hmm. got in the game industry, I noticed my shit wasn't hot. Like, I was not the best person. I had to step up my game to even play on par with the people here. Now, same thing can be said when entering the eSports versus... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah the um, I was going to say 
fake athlete, whatever they're called, <laughs> digital athlete. He's what's sorry. <laughs> he calls it fake athlete. Yes, I do. I'm actually in a different category. What do you call subject. it? Subject. I mean, that's athletics. That's okay. just that's just athletic, That's athleticism. So I hand coordination. I will argue. I would, I would. I would. I'll make an argument. I'll make an argument. So in basketball and football, because yeah. I play basketball, I play football, I play okay. all that stuff. There is a certain amount of you know physical to mental that you have to use. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, with games is the opportunity for the types of scenarios that exist far exceed what you can do in real life. True. And I, and I mean, not just, you know, like, let's not think about it from the terms of, you know, high performance, high octane graphics like, you know, Thanos and Infinity War. I'm not talking about that. Of course you went Thanos. <laughs> well, I had to. I had to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm talking about, I'm talking about you can actually set up millions of scenarios for the mind to be exercised and the mind True. is still a muscle well then why why do we have the standard just like counter-strike tournaments why don't we have more of the uh, brainasium tournaments and stuff like that i'll tell you a secret they don't make money it's because trying to make money yeah okay. <laughs> so, okay. i mean i mean if 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 there was if there was a package or a suite where you could deliver uh the type of mental you know stressors or fortitude that require you know someone to say hey that's an actual sport you know games so can actually do it. it basically you just have to make well it's chess chess literally today is still one of the most competitive and you yeah. know mentally challenging things to be in part exactly. of games are literally chess in action true right mm-hmm. so you know the real question becomes is why haven't we as an industry moved our way towards well, but once again, okay, the thing with that, like, you get where I'm getting. I get you know where you're going, but you know once again, like, so when all those esports athletes enter an arena, once again, the best person in their city in Tampa, New York, or globally, Oklahoma, or yeah, globally, because anyway, Evo is global, yeah, does not mean you're the best, and well, you will be shown that when you come to Evo or any of these tournaments, and you have to sit the fuck down. Oh, so I, I think you're talking a different audience thing, because like. Because if you're looking at the actual, because well, everyone feels like they're the best, so you actually come up something that gets stronger than you. Well, it's fair, but I mean that's why that's why you have to have a place to suss out, you know, the 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 putty from the Power Rangers. But also right? make sure that doesn't destroy the passion in the player. But that's so. But so now that's a different conversation because I think that's where fighting games are failing. Because there's a lot of the same. Well. For the folks, yeah, I'd like to hear your take in a second yeah, too. Yeah. You haven't said anything. You've been listening. So. And I don't get get stuck into the fighting game genre because I'm very much in all the other genres because no, no, I, I don't no, want to talk about the other ones. First person shooter and all that too with Counter-Strike. So we, we're and touching I, a few of the East And Coast. I want to go into RTS and RPG because I have a lot of thoughts on those areas and a okay. lot of experience around those. Um, but I'll say that the reason I brought that up is because this next statement I'm about to make about it um, has to do with those other genres, right? So in this genre, okay, this is based on my research. Okay, yeah. this is based on what I've spent time looking at. You guys, this is free. Feel free to look at it for yourself, but free fighting data, games. Guys. Free data, guys. <laughs> fighting games really came from brawlers. You yeah. remember brawlers from yeah, back yeah. in the day when we were younger, right? Bouncer, bouncer, right, right, right. Um, uh, Streets of Rage, d- uh, dra- Dungeons Battle and Dragons, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, 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 exactly. all, I mean, all the you know, Double Dragon, you know, all this yes. stuff, right? That, that's what I was thinking. Double Contra, Dragon. yes, that's a shooter, but still, still, yeah. So from that came the fighting games, right? But with fighting games, what it does kill is, okay, for the people that want to spend time advancing their skill, Mm -hmm. they have enough 
fail to get them to grow higher. However, the amount of fail for that person is higher than the amount of fail for a casual person. And so, for example, a perfect example of this is, you say you have a party, and you have a bunch of anime folks, mm-hmm. a bunch of people that are into fighting games here or there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're fighting game players, yeah, but they know about them. I have seen more often than not, Street Fighter is a party killer. Well, Mario Kart? I put in a Mario Party. Everybody's in there. Mario Party. It's, yeah. It creates enemies instead of sparking teamwork. Mario Kart and Smash Brothers, you'll have fun kicking each other's asses, but because by the end of it, you're all having fun. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But with Street Fighter and Dragon Ball Z Fighter and a couple other games, it's designed to destroy the person yes. that's playing because they need to get better at whatever they yeah. need to get better. I feel like at. you're no, no, exactly. See, like you know, we talk about these big sporting events, Evo. Before you even get to Evo, you gotta go to the uh, the smaller events. That's the way. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you you can't just go in. Hey, it happens. Uh, yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> Don't date me. No. Oh, no, no. <laughs> though, like, yeah. I no, no. I I, I was I, I participated. So I got jipped. Yeah, but got whatever. You know, that's, so no, because you can't just go in like you know. You can't go in without a game plan. Yeah. Well, I mean, as much as I hate to do Ninja, like he's good at what he does, but it's one fucking game, and you can't have the name Ninja, you stupid <laughs> yeah, white no, boy. So, so no, no, uh, no. It doesn't matter what, whether it's a, a team game or a fighting game. You have to do your research. Agreed. I mean, you know, and that's the how thing. You, and how many people are going to do that from exactly. a purchasable audience true yeah. unless you're in like, or from a party standpoint well, right like, like uh, uh mayhem one of the guys here uh he said he was in a, on arena and that was team battle with team uh counter-strike so yes yeah, so you go into that with a strategy yeah when you go into a fighting game when you're going to a tournament if you go in and you have your character list your what maps you want like anything you that is your strategy now that doesn't go is the way you want it's like i feel the best point of this is uh madden tournaments because they're played on the same console, and the biggest thing for that is screen watching. So when you choose your play, someone else can see your other your play chosen. It's interesting that you mentioned that. So let's 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 expound on that. So okay. there is you, you choose your screen, screen's chosen. You, you know your play's chosen. Play's chosen. Yeah, you yeah. run it. The only thing is though with Madden, the X factor is that Madden. You can is, fake your play. Well, no, no, well, no, no. I mean, be more practical. Gotcha. You know, including other people that don't play. Because remember, this is the context is how do we have a competitive game that includes the swath of users, right? True. So if that's the case, then... I we... haven't heard swath in so long. I'm sorry. I know, right? Great. I'm an old ass. <laughs> uh, so that being the case, you know, with Madden, the only, the only problem is people are used to watching football, right? Even people that don't like football. True. They've been forced to watch it because people they know. It's American well, sport, man. <laughs> well, so well, so 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 good example. Good example. The other version is for me. I make my wife watch the tournaments with me, and I don't like say, "Hey, you gotta sit down and watch this." Like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. Down to the couch. No, I'm watching. Yeah, <laughs> force her eyes open. You know, with spoons. And like then... I'm watching it, but she has to be into it. So we're exactly. so so what we're saying is the only, right now the only pathway to make uh, fighters, as far as I see, more mainstream in that respect. Is the wives or husbands of people who don't actually play, that and then getting them to just sit and at least see from yeah, yeah from the far. 
over a long period of time. No question. Which, if you're a company trying to make money, that's a little bit too long. How does that work? <laughs> like, does your wife actually engage? Or now, say, like, if the tournament is terrible and bad announcing, and uh, she's like, I don't really want to watch this. Do you turn it off? And you're like, wait, no, we want to engage in these fights coming up. Do you try and thrall her into keeping on going? Or does she at a point, a stopping point, a churn point, basically, and go, you know what? I'm not engaged. This doesn't intrigue me, and I'm just going to tune out. It's interesting you say that because I have an answer, but I feel like your question exposed a larger area that I haven't explored yet, so I'm going to just give my answer. My answer is... Um, I only go with the premium stuff anyway. Gotcha. Okay. That does it. Yes. Because because like if I'm gonna bring her involved, I'm yeah. not gonna bring her to something that I don't trust is gonna be awesome. True. Okay. And then I also give her the story behind the players. So okay. in order, so the, the simple the simplest A to B is get your person around you or your other person that doesn't understand this stuff to understand the story behind how people got to this fight. Have them watch you watch the fight and hear the announcers. And then based off of those reactions, they get an interest. Like any TV show. True. Most TV shows are, especially especially regular TV shows. Right, right. Because they're normally garbage. So you have to actually sit there and listen. I mean, I'm saying live action. Well, we'll have that discussion. (laughs) But the the point's the same, right? Like they they force the applause so the audience watching TV – can understand the jokes yeah. and then be like, you know what? I get where you guys are going with it. It's the same mechanism. Got you. Julio, from your perspective, like you live with your brother and yeah. he's not the biggest, like he is a fighter gamer, but he's not yeah, like okay. you. So yeah. how do you get him to watch these tournaments or does he just tune them out and you don't try to engage him in them? Oh, no, I don't. Like that's his 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 option. Like if he wants to watch, he'll watch. Now, him. would you want to enthrall him into the like? This is something I'm behind. You got to see this fighter, or this no, mechanic. I, I I have no reason to. I mean, if he wants yeah, to, if he, <laughs> well, okay. yes, but they're still roommates and brothers. He to, so he wants to see it because he know, he knows about Evo. Yeah. You know, he's seen he's seen me watch it. He'll pop in, see a few matches. Like if you were to get like he'll play a fighting game. And yeah, but he doesn't go balls to the wall like you do with fighting games. No, but that doesn't mean he'll. He, so when it comes to let's say Mortal Kombat, yeah, yes, okay. So he he will he and will, he will choose out um, two. He'll choose two or three characters. Focus, focus, okay. focus. Really focus on them and their moves. He's. I, I don't know if he's seen the videos. I'm assuming he does because he does some things like. That was the DC game too, because he knew three of the yes. games of that fucking game. Oh no! So, <laughs> have you seen him on his phone while we, while while fighting games are happening? Oh, he is. Re- he researches. Motherfucker. He he doesn't dick around either. He's the quiet stallion. Okay. Good so enough. no, no. <laughs> I, I've I've noticed like if someone's playing something and it looks like he's gonna jump in as well, he'll like Google quick notes, and then oh, go on okay. and play. So yeah, he will play fighting games. But he, but he will he, he will do he will do his research first. as well. Gotcha. So you know. So he does some in depth research. I don't have to do shit. He, he he'll do it research. on his own. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's why I gotta ask. Cause, so the idea of fighting games, right, is the idea of um, chess. You know, expressed out. That's that's across any genre. So that's why that's why I brought up the other types, right? So yeah. like first person shooter, um, RTS, and RPG. Like there is an element of competitive that exists. Oh, one hundred percent. Where you have to like. Do some learning. You have to do some research. Well, okay. So from first-person shooter, it's all team makeup. 
for R RTS, it's more on individual style of play, whether they're turtle, whether they're rusher, what, like just depending mm -hmm. on stuff, and mm -hmm. also the game mechanics. Mm -hmm. Because uh, Call of Duty, mm -hmm. sorry, Call of Duty, fucking kidding me. Um, Command and Conquer mm -hmm. versus a um, StarCraft mm -hmm. do play very differently. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can say they're both RTSs, but mm -hmm. the mechanics in it and how you would build your army are very unique. So well, I, and I would I would argue I would argue maybe the industry hasn't sophisticated their terminology, but maybe it's we haven't updated RTSs in fifteen fucking years. <laughs> well, what I guess what I mean is, <laughs> what I mean is you have the because the rushers yeah versus the turtles yeah that exists in fighting games. Agreed. That type. True. Yeah. True. What I'm getting at is. There's not all a main, these different... main diversity in gamers out well, there. Well, well, we well, fall well, under some certain standards. Maybe we should asking instead of what are the game mechanics, what are the type of gamers, right? Like what type of brains? So first of all, see, first I disagree all, with that because like we were getting back to, uh, there's many different uh, arenas uh, where people can play different types of games. Mm -hmm. I do like a fighting game. But I'm more pertaining to a first-person shooter, an mm -hmm. RTS game. I don't even fucking like sandbox games. Like I bought the recent, uh, the last, not the recent one, the last Ghost Recon, and when I found out I, it was a goddamn sandbox where I'm not doing linear missions on a solo map, I was like, this isn't how Ghost Recon is supposed to be. So I feel like you got a point to this, but well, let me challenge yeah, you. Okay, that. challenge. Let me challenge you. Let me challenge you. So I agree. Not only do I agree with your assertion okay. as far as what you like, what you don't like, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But I would ask this question. Do you think it's possible that the things that you like can be quantified to a a certain player type, A, and then B, a certain brain type? I would say yes, but never do I want to see an incorporation of an RTS game in first-person shooter. Of course. <laughs> okay, I just want to get that out there. Except so. I do. <laughs> now, I know other now, people do. Now. <laughs> No, that being said, that being said. I mean, that would be kind of cool. I'm not, like, certain aspects of it, but I want the overall <laughs> battle aspect you know and then going to individual units. I don't remember the name of the game, but I know there is one. There is one. There is one where... It was a shitty fucking game. I don't remember the name of it. I remember. I don't remember the name at all, so, yeah, but, but I remember... Are you talking about when StarCraft originally no. tried to have Ghost no, it was as the a Xbox there, was, there was an actual Xbox game Xbox made that one that, that was also on PC that was very modernistic and had aliens. Either the name or it didn't happen. I mean... I'll find I need the name for you. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the next cast. You set up your soldiers... And then you zoom in on one and control yep. it. I know, I, I know. You it, zoom in on I, one, or like go into person shooter on one. I think it you is. zoom in on one, control one for the main battle group commander. Then you could take what? over that unit, run that unit for a minute, and back out as the main battle. So what happened? You didn't like it, or no? The game so well. It was I, multiplayer I, yeah. only. Well, when did it come out? Two thousand seven. Yeah, that was a fail because there's no way there anybody's gonna go for that. This is what I mean. This is another part. This is another point. It's just hitting the market before the market exists. Well, well, that's what they ended up doing yeah. because there was because at the time there was a need for FPS to change. You remember, we, you and I started pretty early in fighting and in shooting games. Yeah. Like we tested all the shooters. Well, I would say from the 2005, big change, 2008. The real big change for me with fighting games came from EA that we weren't getting shooting with games, destruct, uh, destructible worlds. Right. Destructible right. worlds, uh, mercenaries. Mercenaries added a whole new mechanic to actually how you fight in a first-person shooter or a sandbox game. Yeah, but you're talking about something that is procedural, though. Agreed, but 
in the overall scope, like I mean, that's one of the best things about Battlefield Five, which I know we were kind of talking that's about fair. this yesterday. That's fair. Um, that I have debris that can kill me. What other it does game change? That can does change the meta. That? Whoa, 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 whoa! This is what I want to be very specific with folks here because the three of us have a certain common knowledge. So you can say a word and we all know what it means. True. So I want to pick apart that. Like, okay. so when he talk about when he says destructive environments, you're like, oh yeah, destructive environments can kill me. Don't think of it in terms of oh yeah, I have a new feature. Think of it more of, does the mechanic change how I approach the game? And that does. Well, that's what I'm. That's yeah. my point. That's my point. Because in that, in that, in that, uh, in that description that you use for Battlefield, and this is why it worked for Battlefield. Is as you're moving forward, the basic canon is you move forward, you go find somebody, you get shots off before they kill you, and you're good. You heal up. Or right? you're hiding to take a base. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, exactly. Et cetera. Now you add destructible environments, now you have to consider, okay, I'm going to make this move the same mechanics that I'm used to, mm-hmm. but I now also have to consider if there's an explosion and something happens, I also have to do something extra yep. to continue my game experience. Exactly. That's what it's called a for, meta change. That changes the meta. For a real world example, if I was uh, previously hiding in the second floor of this building before mm-hmm. to make sure I can capture this base, I can no longer do that now because a tank will level the fucking building. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. It, it changes the meta. And I, and I, I would argue, I, don't, I think this is kind of like hip, real hip-hop versus old hip-hop. I mean, not, let me phrase that. Modern real hip-hop, hip-hop versus... Uh, <laughs> let's say this, let's say this. Okay. Core hip-hop <laughs> versus... Um, uh, uh, mainstream hip hop. Do you want to break down these terms? Yeah, for us. please, 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 please. Because <laughs> the whole point I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Let me tell you what the point uh-huh. I'm trying to get at, and then you can try and translate for okay. me. Okay. The point I'm getting at is there are a lot of hands that touch a game before it releases. Oh yeah. All those hands aren't thinking about core game mechanics. They're thinking about what's going to sell. And that doesn't always work. Just because you're thinking what will sell is not guarantee that it will sell. So you have two theories in place. One theory is what's going to sell. The other theory is what's going to change the meta enough for someone has a good experience. They don't always come together. So that's the the emphasis I'm trying to explain. Would you consider? Uh, uh, can I uh, yeah, mainstream yeah, yeah. versus independent? Go yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. No, that's what I'm saying. No, mainstream uh... versus independent. It's hard to say because it's very fluid. It's, it's, it's a lot of... Come on, Julio. I mean, yeah. Help us. Okay. I, yeah. I would even... Because I can break it down even more like into sub-genres of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's mumble rap, which is fucking garbage and to me. Got, <laughs> and we got boom bap. Boom bap? Uh, boom bap. No, never mind. I don't... Uh, don't even ask. I mean, and then we can go regional. Uh, you know, oh, that's regional. easy to do. Because different sounds, I mean... Yeah. Uh, Damn, isn't sad that, that it all can be broken it, into? It, it, like, it, it, it can, yeah. <laughs> come back to me. Come back to me. Come on, come on. <laughs> this comes back to this comes back to the crux of my earlier point about the different key player types, which is A, and different brain types, which is B. So, a little short shameless plug. Uh, my wife's R and D company. Oh, you uh, can say the name if you want. Okay, Remnant Studios Inc. And website. The website is remnantstudiosinc.com. Okay. That's remnantstudiosinc.com. And they currently do what? So. What she does, folk. Well, okay, sorry. What they do is uh, they focus on uh, research and development around software development, as well as interviews around best practices nice. worldwide. 
please revisit at the end and restate this. Okay, cool. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because part of that research and development had to do with different brain types. There, are, if uh, you can look it so up, it's kind of a think tank. Uh, it's functional a functional think tank. Functional think tank. Think of it more of so we we like to use old math as well. So oh, think nice. of us think of it more as think of think of her old math as um, focusing on innovation. You know, in a space where we're not doing that anymore. Nice, <laughs> nice. I like that. So. Yeah, innovation is dead, guys. If you guys don't know that, then so as a, as an convenient example, technology, guys. You can actually go online and search. Um, you can actually, I forget the Google search. Again, it's her R and D stuff, so I forget where she where she looked it up. But you can find out your brain type for how you learn. Yeah, they have a couple of those uh, different personality tests that you can take. Yes. Thank you. Yes. If 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 we can just quantifying it as a data analytics person, you're a data analytics person. I don't know what you're talking can, about, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> if we can quantify that there are different brain types, then you have to accept that when it comes to game experience. Let's take out games. So when it comes to experience, there's a different type of opinion based on that experience of that person's own experience. I can give you a working example of that. Go ahead. Um, there are three different type of ways to learning. Kinetic, written, vocal. So that's where we started. Yes. Um, within video games, they only give you vocal. Some kinetic, but most of it's vocal. That's interesting. Do that's I interesting get the game mechanic at, at the end of it? No. Do I have to go back and understand stuff and dive into it a little more? Yes, because they haven't fully dived into kinetic learners' understanding. And I will state this at the end now. I should have said it. I'm a fucking kinetic learner. I need to be able to do to fully understand. You telling me or having me write it out, I will not understand what the hell you're telling me. Now, explain to me how game companies are utilizing that information. They're not. They consider it Ex- Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Agreed. basically what... what RSI, Ernestios Inc., my wife's company, does is educate investors and 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 folks that want to tap into this market. She and she, she th- let me say she. Sorry, I'm right. like I'm so new to this whole world, right? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, act like you've been somewhere before, Foley. For God's sake, <laughs> um, the goal is to educate you know investors and what the science actually is yeah because uh, frankly speaking even when it comes to fighting games i don't even say fighting games but when it comes to competitive play competitive the 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 point of competition is to explore worlds that can't be explored unless the best are actually competing on that scale Oh, i 100 percent agree with you yeah so how do you so how do you get to that point if you're not creating something where multiple brain types can be a part of that story open innovative and talented people that's it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wholly new world that's being explored slightly. It's only because we're actually iceberg. starting to care about people these days. Like it's taken a while. We're, I know we're still like a racist state and bigots and don't fully understand and, and capitalists. And cap- but uh, I mean, capitalist is an unknown idea though too. Like we don't have a perfect system with it. We're flawed human beings. We're, flawed. we're still yeah. going to be working yeah. on improving Facts. and getting better with things. Facts. The only thing we can actually really do going forward is accept that there are different types of people in this world and try and work with them. And understand we're all one fucking human society, plus, guys. Plus. <laughs> Go team venture. Plus. I like the venture uh, shout out. <laughs> plus, 
there's money opportunity. Yeah. Well, okay, this whole part of, like, let's not sell to niche group. Let's uh, sell to the general GQ public. Uh, motherfucker, what do you think the GQ public is made of is niche groups that come together through online communities that build the mass collective. But we still go back to niche groups. That's where we always started. That's where we maintain. Even we venture out into other groups and want to be part of a collective, we are individuals that want to be part of a certain society that calls to us. Foley co-signs that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I couldn't have said it better. I mean, honestly, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I might be white, but I'm not fucking stupid, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to touch it. I'm not even going to touch it. I'm not touching both that. The guys. I'm, I'm Jewish. That's that. why it I'm works. Not I'm not yeah, I'm not touching that. Leo, you got anything you want to share on that? <laughs> you want to be like, Keith, you are white. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, actually, fully, since this is uh, your wrap-up for the end of the year, too, mm. thank you for all this. I think this was a great conversation. and I, uh, That's why I like having you on, fully, because we get into some talks that need to be had, too. Because... Uh, Games aren't just black, like we were saying before. Games aren't just black and white. They need to be made for the niche markets and the GQ public. Same thing with TV shows. Like I don't understand making movies and TV shows for the general public. We can get into that, but we're not going to. Oh, no, <laughs> we a, have examples now. There's the, so many different. Oh God, Watchmen, dude. There's so many different shows and different places to go. But let's get into that though. Like, yeah. What shows are you watching recently? Oh, Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, Wait, Jack you, like, Ryan, watch the whole series? So we binge-watched... So we're doing it every night. We're doing it night. Oh, shit. Season one's done. Okay. I'm on season two. But I, I've been a fan of Jack Ryan since Hunt for the October. Okay, but when I brought up... Um, but I didn't watch the Harrison Fords. Okay. Well, I saw one Harrison Ford, the plane the, one. Get off my plane. One. Yeah. What I didn't see the... the fat, I didn't see Batflip. Some of All Fears. That's a good movie, dude. I, I've heard... I just I and there's back, a goddamn I, nuclear attack in it. It's fucking phenomenal. Like it's a great movie. They well, do it's, got, it's got Morgan Freeman, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the fucking president. Yeah. How have you not seen that movie? I know. He was like, was he one of the first black presidents in film? I think so. I feel like I maybe. So. I think yeah. Because after him was that was when I started seeing. Well, after Obama's when we started getting black well, presidents okay, a little wait. bit more prominently. Was he black president that first or the meteor one first? I don't the meter one was after some of all fears. Some of all fears okay, is when okay. I was like, so he's been black like president 90s. twice. Oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. For sure. He for deserves sure. to be black. Oh, he sure. deserves sure. to be president. Sure. I don't know why I said black president. I should have just said. President. What's the thing? That's the thing about, that's the thing about Tom Clancy. That's what I like about Tom Clancy. I'm not gonna lie. Tom Clancy's audience, I worry, are slightly racist. However, Tom Clancy himself seems very like aware of his surroundings. Hey, as long as he shoots all of his next movies in Atlanta on that studio. All I'm saying fine. is. I don't know Tom Clancy. I just see his work, and his work kind of speaks for itself. Like this, this Jack Ryan show, for example. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 dealing with real life. Well, main supporting character. They're dealing with real life. Amazing, and uh, I forget the actor's name. Uh, I know uh, Window Pierce. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Well, he's and basically he's basically uh, what's the real life of him? Uh, he's basically Malcolm Nance. Oh, really? Okay. Malcolm Nance is a Republican, thirty uh, six year, uh, <laughs> um, CIA. <laughs> Counterterrorist operative, like he he dude's legit. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've been following him a lot more recently. I think Julio had some notes. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, TV yeah, are yeah, you yeah, watching yeah, recently? No, okay, no, like it's been years since Tom Clancy was alive. So I was like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was dark. I was like, I had to make sure. I had to make sure. I was like, <laughs> to look up to make sure. There, there's there's no way he's making more stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. They're but, still just using yeah, the fuck out of his I, name. So, I mean, I, I, you know, like. That was awesome. Oh, that was a little dark, but that was shoot. awesome. So, oh, what shoot. are you watching, really? Oh, <laughs> um, 
um, well, no, that took all of us. Wow. Oh, 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 um, no, the big one for me is uh, uh, the Mandalorian. Okay, you can't go into any details because I'm not watching yeah. it. So. Well, I'll, I'll say okay. this. Um, uh, no, I, let me ask a couple questions. And I kind of want yes or no or just short answers for this. Okay. Um, I saw a post yesterday, and I kind of liked it. I was like, oh, interesting. Best Western ever made. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's technically yeah. a Western by the yeah. It. So there, there is a movie that we could reference. But I feel like I don't want to say it right now. Don't give away anything, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but I would go with Western for sure. Okay, and then also uh, Gritty and Real? It can get gritty. Uh, I mean, so it takes the old, the classic Star Wars. Yeah. You know, it modernized. Like, this is but like it feels a classic more grounded, Star Wars. Though, too, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, you're, you, you know. So you're back at Tatooine. Pretty much, but it's not you know, like they, a galaxy far, far away. You yeah, could be I, in this. Yeah, like, yeah it's, like it's, they're it's, going over basic like, tropes. Basic, like here's the world. Here's how it lives. Here's how this. Yeah, I mean world. the way it's set up. It's not like we're diving into episode one, two, and three. Right. That type of style. It's it's four, five, and six. It's taking that. Oh, that was my next question. What is the timeline for this? So the timeline for this uh, it has to be after World One. Or during World No, he said way after that. It's actually. it's for sure it's after um it's after the the third one, which was what? Revenge Re- of Return of the Jedi. No, Return of the Gen- wow, Jedi. Yes. Sorry. Oh, this is after Return of the Jedi. Return, yeah. So for sure it's after Return. Wait, wait, who is it? Because I thought it was Boba Fett's no, Papa. No, actually, no. No. No, 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 hold no, on. No, 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 It's a different Mandalorian. Actually, now that I remember it. Cause, oh, so it's, it has nothing to do with Fett. Because there, there was something. So they did reference... Um, the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. Okay. So that was definitely in the past. Because so he's much old, way one, older. But it's not so, Boba Fett. It's no, not, it's it's not, not Boba Fett. 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 So this is... It's not another clone, right? No, the, this this is the the, 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 the the Mandalorian group. This is the... So this is the assassin group. The actual the race. Group, so, yeah. the, the this folks. is the race. This is the uh, this is the warrior race. Yeah. yeah so, the actual planet he comes from originally before he gets cloned on... Well, yeah, yeah, no, okay. this is a this, oh, is, this is an old race. This <laughs> is an old race. Like, if we were to go into a deep dive into like the old Republic, this was the race that challenged the Jedi okay, and on, gave them a good fight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on, so this is old Republic storyline then? No, this is not old Republic, but they well, come. Well, from I mean, there. but I gotta. I think I feel like old they Republic rep- lore. How about that? Yeah, because the way they set them up, I feel like they did borrow from the old Republic lore. Okay, okay, I gotta ask this question because I didn't care two craps about Mandalorian, but. Talking about it now, it sounds interesting. Okay, so are we saying Jango Fett comes from a race of warriors? Yes. Yeah. Jango Fett was, I mean, the dude was basically a, either Samoan or Hawaiian or Filipino cat, right? Like, so yeah. are we saying that most of them are going to be like that? Because I'll watch it if that's the case. Uh, have we seen this? Okay, because I'm not going to lie. Because I'm not going to lie. Diversity is my sorry, thing right let's, now. Let's roll so that back. Have we to, seen the to... Mandalorian's face? That's a better question. So, well, so here's the here's Simple a, question. You know Simple what? Question. You know, you know, no. I like you, Keith. Here's the thing about the Mandalorians. Um, they won't take off their helmet unless it's necessary. That is their... <laughs> That, okay, that wasn't my question. My question okay, was my, have no, we okay, seen that's the thing. Head, they don't head. like to reveal themselves. But if we had a basis for it, it would be like you seen who Django Fett plays. So it looks yeah. like they're going they okay. may go that route. 
So, like, so, so I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, um, so I'm gonna get more Dwayne Johnson, more uh, like, Jason Momoa. I, I can see it. Come on, man. But you know, like I said, they haven't revealed their uh, the Mandalorian's face. I doubt they will. It'll see, be surprising. If exactly they do. what you said right there is how you bring more people of color I'm saying, to the I'm show. Now, like, now I want to go see it. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> when he's a white person, the, go the, fuck that I shit. Mean, look who's playing the Mandalorian. It's but Pedro Pascal. True. So I mean, I'm already happy there. So. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I didn't look yeah, at the. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I didn't look at the actor who's who was playing, playing it. A Pedro Pascal is playing the Mandalorian. Look it up later. You're on a podcast right now. You know who he is, right? Who's he from? So in Game of Thrones, he was. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember right yeah, now. He was, yeah, he was like he got his head crushed in. Yeah. Him. Oh, um, yes. Uh, he's, <laughs> oh, is that what happened? <laughs> um, I forget who's. Dude, dude, he's playing the Mandalorian. He's the Mandalorian. Motherfucker! That okay? That's awesome. You'll like the character. Mm-hmm. I think oh, you will. Really? I gotta see it. <laughs> um, anything else you're watching? Oh, I like this dude. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh no, I've seen him. I think I've seen him in like smaller roles. He's not too white for you. Well, no, this dude is <laughs> no, straight up Hispanic, man. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. No, he's awesome. He was great on. Uh, um, not well, I was gonna say that's Lord what it was. Narcos. Game no, he was in Narcos. Oh, Narcos, oh, Narcos, yeah. bro. That's yeah. Narcos. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, he's the he's he's the main. Ooh. Shut your mouth. Okay, wait, hold on. And then and then later on, they haven't revealed it yet, but Giancarlo Esposito is, is going to be what? one of the moths. Okay, That's awesome. Playing. Okay, I'm going to watch this. Stop. Yeah, I, okay. they're doing no more Mandalorian because oh, I have to Carl, buy it. Carl Weathers is in it. Motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh he, he's, like, he's like the oh – he, he helps run the bounty on this or I'm whatever. I'm sleeping on this. Damn right it. Now. Yeah, so, no, I'd buy it. I'm I was going to buy it before – I'm definitely going to buy it before Christmas so I can uh, binge the shit out of it so I can watch it before the next movie. Not that there's going to be any tie-in, but I need to finish uh, Fallen Order and the series Mandalorian before the next movie comes out. I'm just saying. Um. Dude, shit, fuck you, Julio, because now I have to watch it. I know, shit. now I gotta watch it. <laughs> um, we're already at about 48 minutes. I don't want to go too long, and I know we want to kind of get out of here. Uh, but uh, actually, let's just go into games, because I think we're playing about the same games right now, because we're playing Star Wars. Yeah. Taika oh, no. Waititi's well, in there, too? We talked about That's games right, already. So. Omid Abtai's in there? Oh, oh shit. Um, I have a diverse cast. Oh, yeah. Come oh, for on. Sure. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I meant bro. anime and TV. Okay. Are we currently watching any TV shows? Just Jack uh, Ryan for me. Oh, that is technically TV. Yeah, technically TV. yeah like I said, uh, Mandalorian. Um, oh, oh, Walking Dead. Since I have a Disney Plus, actually, fuck you. Started oh, to go into uh, uh, <laughs> the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah, how's that? Come on, that? come on, man, come on, man, come Jeff on. Jeff Goldblum is a goddamn delight. Ah, oh! yes, I gotta start watching that. Okay, He's a, so yes. so Julio, he, he is yes. a, he is America's <laughs> national treasure. So Julio, yes. you oh, fully sorry. sign off on buying Disney Plus. Yes, I, I would say oh, yes, for sure. Five ninety nine. I mean, worth it. yeah, no, I mean, what if you have five given, subscriptions already, uh, cancel one and jump to this. That's fair. Maybe you can bundle it with Hulu since they Hulu and ESPN for twelve ninety nine. Yeah, Disney, just know that Julio is putting in work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Pay this fool. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they have their their all their Disney stuff for sure. Like, like I already actually I already watched End the Game again because it was on there. Well, you, know, I have you a, know, I've watched it. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I have a but then, you know, they have the, the like 30 seasons of The Simpsons, and I, I really enjoy the like the really old school Simpsons. So nice. I'm oh, starting to binge that. You. So you're binging The Simpsons? Oh, I've yeah. never heard anybody actually use the term. You realize we're binging old enough. old school Simpsons. You realize, yeah, yeah. You realize we're <laughs> old enough to be able to say, no one's ever said, I'm a binge Simpsons. Like, no one's ever been able to say that <laughs> yeah. until just now. You're not wrong. <laughs> that's that's, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I mean, I'm All a right, big I'm family guy. Can I, does that count? I mean, Yo, are you serious? Yeah, so I'm happy with Disney Plus. That's I'm awesome. Sick of, I'm sick of you. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm watching Rick and Morty. Uh, new season just started. There's a couple episodes left for the year. I think what they said I'm is they're doing five episodes for this year. It's not a five episodes for the season. They said five episodes for this year. That's my only problem with Rick and Morty. But no, I think there's, once again, five episodes for this year. I think there's more episodes oh, in no, the for new sure. year. For sure, but for sure. But yeah, just sure. wait for it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, um, we gotta catch up on that. I've been watching The Rookie with Nathan Fillion because I really like that show. that show. Finally caught up on it. Every well, time Nathan Fillion comes dude, up. Nathan Fillion's one no, of my, like, no. I love that, man. If I, say, awesome. if I say I will not, it'd be like, Nathan Fillion? Like, no, I said not, bro. Because <laughs> Firefly, he's my goddamn show. pilot. That's what I'm saying. That's so it's all a good show, though. Yeah, no, he's really good. Like, I don't like cops. Let's ask him questions. Okay, yeah, I don't like cop TVs anymore. I kind of got, got, like, my roommate watches Chicago and every fucking cop show there is. I like Nathan what? Fillion because he brings a comedy aspect to the cop, to the cop show. Okay, so okay. they have a really good supporting cast. Like, you have Iceman from the original X-Men movies, who's an okay. attorney on this. Okay. I like him as an actor. Okay. You have, uh, I forget the actress's name. She's been on a couple other shows. She's one of the main uh, other police recruits. You have Nathan okay. Fillion as the oldest police recruit. Like, there's a lot of great supporting guys. Even the chief of police, I forget his name, but he's been on a lot of shows. Okay. Great supporting cast of characters. I love to see them acting. The show's funny, lighthearted, but serious when it needs to be. Okay. And it also brings in, like, real L.A. perspectives for, like, real crimes that happen out here. And I'm going to challenge you on L.A. stuff. Okay, so Julio, prepare your question. I have my one question because I know it's a podcast. We got to keep it short. So my one question <laughs> I watched Law and Order. Yeah. I watched all the OC stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Let's just be. This is. I'm putting all my cards on the table. Okay. Uh, Congress has finally got to the point where they got off their asses uh-huh. and started dealing with the actual criminal justice system. Yeah. You know, they finally got off their asses and not even dealing with it, but they're like, you know, making their strides towards it. There've been mad people on the ground working in criminal justice for years. I feel like I can stop you and answer this question. With answer the question. You know where I'm going with this. You know <laughs> so where I'm going with this. this. Do, they, do, they, do they at least acknowledge... I, I, I don't know how to acknowledge. I don't, it's Nathan Fillion because I don't want to throw any dirt on him. The right? season finale but, was his training officer catching flack and having to move to a new department because her brother was an ex-felon. And as a police officer, you can't have that on your record. So she hid him from her life so that way she could become a cop that all comes to fruition in the last episode and she goes you can't hide family this is what i really need to stand up for it doesn't matter what he's done he's still part of my family it has her move but also with the circumstances of repercussions and also with the lead officer of the division being black and understanding but also going this is a lie you did admit on your form so it's standing up for what's happening in society Owning up to what needs to be done, but also knowing that faults aren't is part of human society. I mean, that's one way to go about it. I agree. I know. I know what you're going to go for. Yeah, I know because we have conversations. That's season one. Let's okay, get it. They okay, got through okay, season okay. one. So season one's not for me deeper. yet. Season one's not for me yet. <laughs> we'll watch it. But check you, it have out. You, you have a question. You have a question. No, because uh, when I do watch like cop shows, yeah, it's no, it's I'll say it's rare, but you know, I've always leaned towards like Law and Order. Mm-hmm. So a little more, a little more grittier than usual for sure. Okay. Uh, what was the other one uh, with uh, Michael Chiklis? Uh, the yeah. sh- uh, the Shield. Yeah, Shield. So that's, and they they really go in hard when they, and no especially the harsh. Shield because, yeah. you know, it, it's it's pretty much in L.A. So, and they deal with their issues differently, in a more violent way, okay. of course. So, 
I, I don't know. With this, you got to remember, it's a Nathan Fillion show, so you got to so, go lighter. Castle, all that stuff. So there's okay, a fun so they don't they don't go hard in They're on like the issues. Like, I'll, I'll pull out a couple key issue, uh, episodes that I feel like you guys should watch where they do tackle some issues. Okay. But I want I'd love to know if you guys feel like they tackle the issues correctly or if it's just a Hollywood sign off of it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Based on what I heard, it sounds like a Hollywood sign off, which is not horrible because well, you got to You got to reach season, your audience. You have to build a show. Right. Right. Yeah, you yeah. said it. First you season. Get into the second season. First season. We can see, yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. But the I'm not gonna lie. Been a little more. But you do watch Watchmen. True. True. <laughs> but I mean, the second season started with a new, like he has a new detect, uh, new training officer. Okay. okay. She was deep cover, uh, mafia, mar- uh, uh, like dealing with murders and shit like that. Uh, yeah, okay. She got a golden ticket because she wanted to get the fuck out of that, come back okay. and take care of her kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's dealing okay. with the situations where she's a decorated officer. She's also a black officer too. So they, they have a lot of color. Many trying. I mean, I mean, show, I, mean yeah. I mean, okay, okay. It like, sounds like they're dancing around the issue. Well, but the way they touched on the last episode was she's she's a, de- a, a detective that has become an officer again, just so that way she could be around her kid and give her kid a good life that she deserves. Um, there's ah. another training officer that she was like, you can't act like these men. You need to understand that you're a five foot six. Wo-. Like they went into the full woman aspect. They're like you're a different oh, cop fair. here. At least so, they did that. Yeah, did that. They, well, they did really good on that. I mean, I'll, I'll have to give you a couple episodes so you I mean, can watch and jump. Okay, 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 okay. I'll be. I'll say this. I'll say this. Based on what I'm hearing from uh-huh. you, I'm just hearing from you uh-huh. as an Nathan Fillion fan. Yeah, that it it it, it checks off on as a cop show just because mm-hmm. ge- general cop shows are basically cookie cutter versions of You're not any wrong. i mean that's just every fucking year every fucking year law and order is a little, one sort of exception but even they don't actually deal with the real shit Agreed. right so you know svu only kind of so i guess so i guess so i guess my criticism is on there with the rookie but it's the same with all the other cop shows so it's not like True. you know they're not doing anything different so that only being said HBO show do you get a real show only HBO right <laughs> so then moving on to the next sign off part which is you know should it be something that'd be fun to watch I mean if, to me if you're, watching, if you're watching if you're watching yeah if you're watching cop shows <laughs> and Nathan Billings involved I mean you're exactly. gonna have to watch he's Nathan Billings Castle, I mean, like, he's yeah, fun, dude. yeah 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 and so when it comes to the social aspect, like the actual shit that's been going on since like you know eighties and nineties, yeah, Hollywood's still Hollywood, but you know it's Nathan Fillion, so cool. True. Just enjoy yourself, have fun, but understand there will be a yeah, few yeah, social yeah, cues yeah, in there yeah, that yeah, you want to yeah, understand yeah. and remark. Yeah, and if you're a person of color, just take a lot of drinks and shots, and just remember <laughs> this is the way life is going to be like for like another thirty years. <laughs> no, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, um, um. The CP time on it's for the culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've we, over here at Kind of Geeky, we're with him and we're for the culture. <laughs> you got to go a little long. I had culture. to. I had to. I, I, we can't appropriate no, the no. Daily Show no, stuff. No, no, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, no, okay, so other things just to wrap up with. So fully, since this is your last episode, uh, anime movie. TV show or something that was remarkable for you this year or something mm. you that mm. like mm. going into next mm. year you hope mm. they build upon or was mm. the standard to set or something like that okay well I we will have like to games. go well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to go I have to go back to the 10 years Marvel pulled off but for me I definitely ran into um I ran into what's quote unquote called Marvel fatigue. I knew you were gonna say that. But I mean Marvel fatigue is like a I think it's a false term and I'll tell you why. Because what they achieved was so remarkable and so stunning and so really hard to pull off um, that what I hope they build on is specific characters 
for all of the consumers they've gathered. Because if you've noticed, they wrote a lot of different stories, and I realize now those stories are built around different types of people. Yeah. To be frank, to be frank. Um, so I hope that in their next phase, and you and I have talked about this, about yes. the different shows that we are each personally interested in, which I think is a success because we all have something we want to look for. I hope when they build on top of that, they, you know, I hope they go into some more um, uh, socially challenging content, but not the cheap stuff. I mean, like, in a situation where, like, Sicario. Into, like, Think of Sicario. Mental health issues and stuff I like want to go into, me- I mean, I want to go, into, like, we're doing all this today. Mental health, climate change. Now, question. Should we touch on uh, what I've seen and actually is one of the, like, prevailing issues in society these days? And I hate it, but uh, to where white people feel like they're put into a corner to where they have to get a gun and start killing people. Like, do I we think, need to broach that in coming shows? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I feel like white people that, that get to the point where they got to get a gun is um, weak-ass pussy. Oh, I 100% agree. And, and, and it's funny. It's funny because the term, the term in the 90s, and I don't know if – am I not a cussing your show? Come yes, 100 fucking okay. percent. The term in the 90s was weak-ass, pussy-ass motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because I'm a Me Too cat, <laughs> I'm going to say weak-ass, penis-ass. Pe- no, 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 no. Penis-ass motherfuckers. Because a penis is much yeah, weaker, weaker than a than pussy. pussy. Yeah, so exactly. if we're going to talk pussy shit about... Wrong. We took 90... The 90s, we talked shit about pussies. So I'm going to go ahead in 2000s, talk shit about penises. I like it, man. They, they are, I like they, it. The one we're touch. taking it back. We're taking yeah, it back, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, We're going to take it back. Bad boys and talking shit about penises. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so weak ass penis ass uh, uh, no conversations yeah. conversations. I think you know there's no time for that anymore, right? Okay. You have destabilizing destabilization of the norms that we've had since World War II. Yeah. Which is a big fucking problem. Marvel Comics. If you want to talk about synergy, guys, Marvel Comics, Captain America. The first image was him punching the shit out of Hitler. I know. And in Marvel Comics now to this day. Just did their 10-year – like, Disney's making mad money off of that. I know. We now live in a new world where people are cons- are reconsidering Nazism. So you're I, telling me that we're not going to have an explosion of some new, you know, event horizon of of this geekiness that we're experiencing? I, it's hard for me to miss that. Like, if the world works in cycles, then I think that moving forward, all these weak-ass conversations are going to fall to the wayside because nobody wants that. What we want is authenticity. That's why Watchmen is doing so damn well. I haven't even seen it yet. Well, now how? Like, okay, but uh, we're. <laughs> but it's doing well. I, I don't want to go too much on it. <laughs> yeah, you feel me. You feel me. You feel so me. So for for the Watchmen sakes and stuff like that, where are we at? Especially with the rise of hate in this country. To, to facts. put it simply, that's facts. Um, globally, globally, but a lot in this country too. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely on a global scale. Where do we not see this repeating? Because that's the problem. I see Watchmen, and I see the stories that's they're a good sharing point. there. What's the good story? And I'm I like, fuck, this could What's happen the good again. Story? What's the good story? The good story is that technology allows us to be proxies. You and more in clo- like in tune into people's lives. I think, I, think, I, think, I think because most people are kind of looking at what's happening in the mainstream, like the, the people that are loudest aren't the ones that are playing chess. They're True. playing checkers. True. The ones playing True. chess... I think fall into this kind of proxy world where they make sure that they capture uh, community understanding where they need to, 
and they have that community spread to the next community because at well, this is point that more societal understanding now these days i mean it it, it, it initially it, it ends up becoming true okay that yeah. right because if you look at the definition of like societal understanding right now societal understanding is real fucked up true i mean but it's, it's racist at the community level. it's also yeah yeah but if you yeah. start a community level and you build out like at some point people are going to get I'll put it the simplest way to say this is at some point people are going to get sick and tired and exhausted from hate and up. fighting. Yeah. They're just going to get over it. They're going to be like, okay, I'm exhausted. I've, do I've done, yeah, yeah, I can't do it anymore. Let's so just the, all be great, guys. <laughs> so the voices that are consistent and maintain a sense of community and peace and moving forward, they're going to win out over time. So, and hence the meek shall inherit the earth. <laughs> well, and also what I, uh, uh, it, I, I feel like the best takeaway from that too is also like that a Bible verse is always good, but uh, even with all the hate in the world, the inherent good of people will shine through. I think inherent good, I feel like, is arguable. I would that say, term I would is, say, yeah, that term is, I would say, mis- whichever wolf you feed is gonna win. Okay. And I think it's important to continue to feed the wolf of progress and of healing and change of and health yeah. of innovation i mean because at this point earth if you if you go into astrophysics i'm in astrophysics too so excuse me but earth is basically a life boat now yeah there could be worlds where you know what the place we could live sure when are we but as that? far as we know the only place where there's actually breathable air here. yeah yeah okay so it's, it's a lifeboat okay julio any final thoughts and we'll give you a final thought then too uh, final thoughts. Um, nothing right now. We'll wait till end I guess end that. of the year. Okay. Let's me uh gather we my notes. Deep on this one, so yeah. Gather my <laughs> notes and yeah, and we'll see what what I have to say for the end of the year. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, Foley, any final thoughts? Uh, that's harsh. Um, I know, dude. We talked about a lot today, but thank you. Uh, oh, so this is my last podcast. I guess for my, the year. For the year, for the last podcast for the year. I guess my final thoughts would be, um, you know, stay tuned to what's going on with Kind of Geeky. Uh, I, I'll be honest, you know, I, I keep an eye out on um, ecosystems and macroeconomics and microeconomics. Um, and seeing the change that I'm seeing in direct-to-consumer, you know, streaming and everybody's just kind of picking out what they want. It's a huge salad bar, right? I say stay tuned to Kind of Geeky just because, you know, there's there's a there really is a niche market here that can expand into an ever-growing ecosystem that is very palpable. I mean, we already experience it everywhere else. And the important data points part of this, that's part of this, is what's moving the needle forward and spreading. I mean, we have Funimation trying to tap into something that, you know, Keith, Julio, and myself have been involved with since the 80s and 90s. You know, they're kind of be like, yeah, you know, we really want to turn this into real coin, but they really have no historical data. Right or understand the user. Stay tuned to Sign of Can Kiki because I think this this uh, this podcast is going to get more important as people start to notice uh, the changes in the market. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, and thank you for joining us this year on Kind of Geeky. Oh wait, you have one other thing to say? What well, because you told me to say this. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, All of the everything I just said came from RemnantStudiosInc.com. Um, okay, you say that fast. Spell it out. Uh, Remnant, oh, no, okay. you're fair, fair, fair. But just remnantstudiosinc.com. So that's Remnant, R-E-M-N-A-N-T, studios, S-T, you know, studios spelled, inc.com. You know, essentially. Make sure you do the inc.com for remnantstudiosinc.com. 
facts. You know, a lot of a lot of the stuff, stuff that I observe, a lot of things that I just kind of pay attention to. You know, um, my wife really did, from her standpoint as an industrial engineer, kind of looked at it and said, okay, how can we, um, you know, pinpoint what's effective for innovation, right? And that's why I made it clear about with kind of geeky because I, I truly do think that you know, as long as we make everybody think that they're kind of geeky or help them in understanding what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be able to be open to a world that is really vast and exciting, to be honest. We're all niche, but we're all one world. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, thank you for that, Foley. And I, I really enjoyed having you on the podcast this year. Thank you for all your insight and uh, literally conversation sparking because I feel like we've gone longer than we probably should have, but also with some <laughs> great conversation. <laughs> was laughing too. Every time. But, but no, but that's great, though, because anytime that has a engaging, quantitative conversation that someone can take away and maybe have an opinion of afterwards – or be pissed off and maybe eventually comment on my side about. Um, that's great because you know we all do come from different perspectives, different scopes, and at, at the end of the day, like you said, we're all geeky. We all just want to have fun. We want to enjoy the anime. We want to enjoy the culture. We want to enjoy the video games. But we want to also make sure that they understand we're individuals in this society. So, like I say. I'm really geeky. I just want to show the world we're all kind of geeky. We're all trying to get there. So more stuff to come from that. But really, thank you for your approach this year. Uh, Like I said, me and Julio will have the end of the year wrap up and what we're looking to. And also to actually mention on here, I will be going to Holiday Matsuri in Florida in two weeks. So there will be one more convention. I have met three people there before. We have interviewed them on the podcast already before. My intent will be looking for one cosplayer that is amazing, and I'd love to interview her for the podcast. I'm not going to mention her name yet because I want to try and lock some stuff down. If not, then I'll probably meet up with a few other people there and get a podcast done. So we'll have an end of the year. We'll have Florida Holiday Matt Surrey. We'll have a year to look forward to and a whole bunch of stuff coming next year. I'm not breaking that down yet because me and Julio and Christina need to sit down and discuss what some of the plans are, but I'm talking like articles every other month, podcasts on certain days, website being updated continuously with new information and just getting the geeky facts out there to you guys. So yeah, uh, I'm working on new stuff for you to make sure I focus on this and not going to every convention because that's not the main part of kind of geeky anymore. Um, I also might be working on some cosplay too, but we'll see on that. But uh, hope you all enjoyed the episode. Thank you again fully. Thank you, Julio, for taking the time. And as I always say, always remember to stay kind of geeky.